Welcome to the newest episode of the Joystick Show, where we are four friends all from Hawaii and all aloha. We cruise online and talk story about comic news, pop culture, and video games. I'm your co-host, Drake. That's Thomas. What up, what up? And that's Scott. How's it? Today, we've got a lot of things to cover, but today is the day our quartet became a triplet. (laughs) And we just wanted to wish Kobe all the best and hope he will make it back on the pod sooner than later. Yeah. But for now, it's just us three. And we got some things to cover. We've got some new news and a little bit of reviews. And I think we're going to get down and dirty with our hypotheticals today. Um, yeah. Why don't and we- we're, also playing, we're also playing Cyberpunk again because I think we all caught the bug, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. definitely. Nice. We're all trying to run on the edge. Yay. Fun. The edge, the of edge, glory. Where you running all family juice. What? And so um, why don't we get down and dirty into the, <laughs> I the was thinking first. A real song. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> um, we've got that newest trailer for uh, Black Panther. What were your initial reactions? I thought that I should have turned the brightness on my computer up a little bit, but... <laughs> What were you guys' reactions? Yeah. So uh, good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I equally felt like I was like, wow, this is this is super good. Um, it's kind of just like more of well, let's put it this way. The first one was more like just a feeling of how they're gonna handle Chadwick Boseman's passing. This one was more of like the action behind it and more of just the internal struggle of the movie. Yeah. And we got to see a lot more action from the different uh, characters, the different factions, which it looks like it's the, it's not the Atlanteans. They're, uh, what is it called? Catalan, uh, I think is the place. Oh. But they're, yeah, they're kind of like, uh, what is it? Why can't I think? It's kind of like Atlantis, but it's yeah. not. Yeah, they're like Aztecian Atlantis. Yeah, exactly. So we get to see some more of those, like that faction. Uh, man, it was badass to see namor though and like yeah dude, namor he can and, fly i mean well he has little um what is those hermes wings on his ankles did he always yeah. have that i'm unfamiliar with namor i don't think so when he, i saw yeah, that he, I was he like, actually did did he right google that shit right now he, he did google it uh yeah he's had that uh, i believe since the 50s or the 60s so yeah it's like a weird little unknown fact that i've only learned about recently but yeah he's able to fly with those wings and they help him swim so it's kind of weird though when he was Mm. flying with it it wasn't just flying it was like he was air jumping yeah when he was traversing he like jumps and it's like he's landing on invisible platforms he was doing miss marvel things yeah yeah yeah. that's what i was that's instantly what i thought too i was like man they're taking like this miss marvel like whatever they learned from that and really bringing it to like all different characters because uh somebody also mentioned that it wasn't just miss marvel uh what else uh star lord from infinity war he does the same thing oh, oh yeah interesting yeah yeah so i i was like oh yeah that's right he does do that um but yes yeah, it looks pretty badass he he looks good like namor looks tight i, I don't know i'm really excited about seeing what happens with namor I mean, he's got this allure, right? I think we're seeing a blending of, um, what is that, representation, which I think mm-hmm. you get to kind of see, we don't we don't really see as tech, I mean, aside from like Apocalypto back in the day, but nothing as like avant-garde as this, where you're having this huge like underworld Aztecian style uh, situation, I, especially from... Um, the trailer where Mbaku is talking about um, what is that called? The, the, the feather serpent God, the, the main right. character for the other guy. He's like, uh, he goes, his people do not call him general or King. They call him Ku'ukulang, the mm-hmm. feather serpent God killing him will risk eternal war. And this is somebody, I mean, Mbaku saying that somebody who's like, I would, I would consider him probably one of the better, if not the top warrior yeah. aside from, um Chadwick Boseman RIP. Yeah. Uh and to for him to be like, oh man, Namor 
uh, is super strong and this could be super detrimental. I mean, you saw within the trailer how much action there's going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope this. I want to. I kind of want to see where the story gets pulled along too, in terms of how it interacts with like the greater Marvel um, story. But uh, I, I mean, I think it's going to be satisfactory in terms of um, eye and ear appeal. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm, my thing is like, what's the timing? Like, what time does this take place? Like, is it during the snap? Is it after the snap? I would think it has to go with after the snap because of, we're in phase four and this is supposed to be the end of phase four. Mm-hmm. So, which yeah, is also I'm crazy. It's after. Y- yeah, but it's like, okay, so yeah, I mean, I think we've already mentioned this before in previous episodes, but like, did he die in battle somewhere else? Like, I don't know. I guess how they're going to explain what oh. happened to Chaz- Chadwick Boseman, I think, is like the thing I'm most curious about. I wonder. I, I mean, I think an easy thing would be like, oh, he's just like he's in a different universe or some shit, or they they found out how oh. to like teleport people or whatever or something like that. You know? Oh, you think there's going to be like a multiverse element where they're saying, yeah, he went to a different universe and we don't know if he's going to come back. Thus, we think he's dead. Yes, because you kind of get that like pass on to another realm type situation, which is kind of nice and light. And then Mm -hmm. um, but you could get you could give the possibility of like, uh, you know, a CG Chadwick Boseman or like, you know, something to reincorporate if if need be. I think keeping it open is only beneficial for them. Nike, maybe uh, I mean not Nike, but uh, I can see that from like a Marvel standpoint. But the movie itself has a lot of like mourning in the trailer itself, right? So it seems like a lot of characters are like. He's definitely not coming back. Yeah. Um, that sort of thing. So it, it would be maybe smart for Marvel, like in the future, to explain it that way, just in case, like, who knows how these, as AI and technology gets better, what is going to be like okay and not okay for like mm-hmm. deceased actors and bringing them back in movies and whatnot. Um, and if it is okay, then it'd be smart to have that open ended. But because um, I, I feel like they'd probably do it respectfully the best they could if they were to do yeah. that. But um otherwise for the movie itself it seems like i wouldn't be surprised if they just explain like a logical way of his passing or something as well yeah you know yeah it's gonna be curious because i don't see like they didn't have any i guess like cues that something was going wrong with t'challa you know like Mm. i don't know so i wonder if they're going to give him like a warrior's death where he dies on the battlefield which we also saw no, I guess the warrior's death was in House of the Dragon last weekend, right? Not this past weekend, but the weekend before. Right. You know, I know I want a dragon rider's death, but yeah, I don't know. It uh yeah, I don't know. Is there anything else that we need to touch on that was especially good about this trailer? Well, they're showing the passing of the torch, right? There's gonna be a new black Ooh, panther. We know that that's for sure right. now. We saw the new black panther. Right. That's pretty huge. That is huge. I thought it looks cool, like and based especially like with the timing of the trailer and like us knowing like they're all mourning for him. And there's been a, like a bunch of time for people as viewers to mourn for Chadwick Boseman as right. well. It mm-hmm. kind of like when I saw like they have a new Black Panther, like yeah. it also felt like it's a good time for there to be like another one. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, right. And I, I feel like they did a good job with that. Um, hopefully they're just as badass and like, just as much of a leader and all that stuff. The story's great, but um, it didn't feel like, oh, what the heck, you know, when I saw it. So um, I, I really liked it. Yeah. I, I think depending on the reception of how Chadwick is, you know, his passing and the new Black Panther is crowned, I think that'll mm-hmm. determine the guy that played Thunderbolt Ross too. He passed away, you know, and right. he was in like the Hulk. He, he was in uh, whatever um, Civil War. Black mm-hmm. Widow, like he was in all these different movies too. And that guy was a really great actor as well. So I wonder if that'll change how they proceed with him. That's a crazy thing that I'm sure Marvel, when they were starting off as a studio, didn't think about like, what happened if some of our actors pass away and then how do we handle their death as characters? That's that's crazy. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's going to determine a lot, but man, did it look good. It just, yeah, the action in it looks incredible. Oh, we got to see Riri Williams. We got to see Ironheart in the new. Uh, oh yeah, Ironheart. Ironheart suit. Oh yep, yep, yeah, yep, yep, yep. Cool. Which was very reminiscent of Iron Man from Iron Man One, when he first learns how to fly and he like shoots out of the garage. 
there's like right, a it's scene, pretty bulky, right? And everything like that. Yeah, looks. it's yeah. bulky, but there's like a scene where it's showing her from the back. That that sounds like way more dirty than I mean it, but like, <laughs> like it's like showing her from like the behind, but lower, where mm-hmm. like the thrusters are coming out of her boots, and uh, they boobs or boots, <laughs> boots. Also, oh, yeah. like on her back and everything. So I think <laughs> that's why they chose runners. that angle, right? Because yeah. you saw all the thrusters firing off. That's true. It's a cool scene, right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, but it looked a lot like Iron Man, and just the, her heads-up display is like, dude, we got a new Iron Man in here. I mean, obviously, she's no Tony Stark, but I think her being like a woman of color and younger is actually going to bode well for that because we're not going to associate her as Tony Stark. Like, it's like yeah. a completely different type of yeah. person. Yeah, so it's 100%. like Miles Morales, you know, and Peter Parker. They're like, they they stand for the same things they have the same principles but like their characters and like there's so many differentiating factors they you know they come from different cultures they may live in the same city but yeah just just that the cultural aspects of it are so different that it's it's great like it's it's good i think it's gonna go really well for iron heart yeah i agree cool. oh and then um yeah i know we talked a little bit about it um before the pod but um just again the way it's shot the trailer like it looks like it's just gonna be a good movie like yeah it looks like it's like a next level marvel movie i'm hoping it lives up to that but i can't help but get like so excited for this this trailer's got me so hyped it's very very epic feeling yeah you know it feels like we've lost that for a while you know like the epicness of everything And, and they were trying to make it i don't know i guess more grounded and more back down to the solo series and whatnot but yeah you're right it feels kind of like an infinity war an end game or even the way like no way home was shot it just felt like a lot was at stake and yeah, yeah we're getting that in like full cinematic splendor yeah i think that's it yeah a lot is at stake i f- i feel more hype for this than i did with thor versus like gore the god butcher you know you- that sounds more <laughs> epic but like yeah, um, yeah. this, like Namor versus like Wakanda, it seems yeah. like it's too I like <laughs> underground, not underground, but like too lesser known, like ancient but super technologically advanced in their own way type yeah. civilizations that we don't really get to see. We usually are just seeing individuals, but these are like nations. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, the na- the warring nations part of it is going to be really interesting. So yeah, I agree. This that's freaking awesome. Uh, all right, let's let's move on to the first bit of news of the night, and that is Michael Waldron, who wrote Loki and what was the other and Doctor Strange two, is now penned to write Secret Wars, which we know is going to be wait Secret Wars before King Dynasty. I don't know. We got we have to look. I'm gonna pull that up. Give me a sec. Yeah, let's let's pull it up because, um, but it is one of the eventual Avengers movies we're getting, and that is gonna be freaking awesome. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, how are we? I really liked what he did in Loki, so I'm already feeling really positive about it. Mm. But there were parts of Doctor Strange Two, Multiverse of Madness. That's what I was looking for. There's parts of that that I really loved. And there's parts of that that I did not care for at all. And I don't know if it was because of Sam Sam Raimi's directing and that style, Mm. or if it was because of how it was written. But I mean, for me, he's a solid like one and a half out of two, like of like knocking it out of the park. Well, I guess like you, I guess you can't halfway knock it out of the park. So he's he's like a home run and then a double, you know, like it's pretty good. But uh, yeah, so I'm. Yeah, I think that's good news. How do you guys feel about it based on the things that we've already seen him write? Well, the thing is, like, writing... I saw, I saw a comment online. They were like, writing is different from directing, right? So, like, yep. yeah, the Doctor Strange 2 had a real Sam Raimi feel, and he was mm-hmm. the director. So I feel like that movie could have maybe even turned out a little different had there been another director with the same writing. So, right. but based on... Like, I like the writing in Loki, right, right. so... Right, right. right, right. The writing yeah. is right. And Writing's, I, yeah, exactly. I was like, wait, I wanna, um, not the right word to confirm what you're saying. Yeah, um, I want to. I want to be optimistic and say, um, I think it'll be a good thing. Um, I really mm-hmm. like Loki, and um, 
yeah, I think it'll be good. Oh, and then back to your other question, real quick. The Secret Wars happens post Kang Dynasty. Ooh. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So he's got a lot of time to really kind of develop this, and then he's gonna have a lot of toys in the toy box to play with. Come, yeah, for sure. Coming out of Kang, you know, because yeah, I just don't know how they're gonna do. They're gonna have to change it up. Be, there has to be real stakes because Infinity War, we we assumed that everybody was probably going to make it into Endgame. But then, you know, then you get the Endgame snap where half of them disappear and you're like, oh, shit. And mm-hmm. then you get into Endgame and then some of the OG Avengers don't make it. And that was another mind-blowing thing. So, I mean, it's, I'm curious to see how they almost Game of Thrones this and which characters are truly at stake. You know, like, I wonder if there's a character that people just really haven't liked or maybe really like, I wonder if they just take them out. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't know. I could see Brie Larson uh, like, or Captain Marvel, not her specifically, but like Brie, uh, Captain Marvel getting taken out because she is so contentious as like a person and oh. Captain Marvel is, is widely disliked. So I don't know. I, I don't I, I would think she's not safe. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Sorry, I cut you off, Drake. How do you feel about um, him being the writer for that movie? uh i mean it's i mean i guess time will tell right like we've had Mm -hmm. a lot of good quote-unquote writers who have directed things that have been good and then they've kind of like fallen off due to maybe their own personal um philosophies on directing and that maybe isn't the best for you know other people and things of the such so um kind of a roundabout way talking about um what's his face but wait who uh what's that guy's name he's just he's a he, he, he uh, description original here. original director of uh, justice league oh zach snyder. snyder uh before that no oh, joss whedon wait joss no whedon. zach snyder first and then joss whedon took joss, over okay, like, yes yeah. Yeah, joss whedon sorry 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 but yeah, yeah he did yeah. the avengers as well right so yeah yeah yes sorry um but jo- have- like oh, oh go sorry no, I was no. just saying, it's such a weird choice. Just, just because he's like, he killed it in Avengers. He can do Justice League. It's like, it doesn't always work like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I think it it may or may not. I, there's a similar kind of thought process as well, too, I think, with this particular choice. I don't, I will, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt until that comes out. But then I think the weight is heavy. But also I think Disney has like a structure that totally. they're like, this is what we're doing. And if we do this statistically, this will be okay. We're going to have this many duds. And if we can get these individuals, we have a higher percent chance of blah, blah, blah. Like really what's the end game (laughs) is they want to, they essentially want to continue on utilizing this IP, this Marvel situation consistently. And because of multiverse, situations once we become 70 they'll just bring that shit back in a different way or reshape mm-hmm. it or body bloop bloop like it's a yeah, forever it. yeah it's it's a forever never-ending um merch situation and i you know kudos for disney to kind of help propping that up but yeah i, I want to see avant-garde i want to see wakanda forever in these newer situations and we might but until then no, yeah, I agree. I mean, based on that, like, never any merch situation stuff, like, one could argue that that's kind of what they've already done with Star Wars, you know what I mean? And and that seems to be going, like, you know, it has its ups and downs, but, hey, you get the right director, writer, you know, a Tony Gilroy for Andor, and then all of a sudden it breathes new life into the property and stuff. So, yeah, I, I think it is, I think my, it's kind of just bringing it full circle. I feel like Michael Waldron has a pretty decent track record already with Marvel. So I, I agree with you, Drake, where I think we just have to wait and see and yeah. And just see how the story's progressing because I think phase four, uh, no phase five doesn't have the luxury of phase four where it's a complete restart. It's like things need to start moving in a direction. It needs to start actually mm-hmm. taking us somewhere where, Oh, I can see how this leads to King which we're going to get with Ant-Man, but I, but the rest of the properties that are not Ant-Man and the Wasp, because we know in Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, King is coming, but the rest of those stories need to start moving us in a direction where it's like, okay, this is getting to, uh, you know, King Dynasty to Secret Wars. So, yeah, right. for sure. 
Yeah, and because because he wrote Loki, hopefully he has a better understanding of where they're going anyway. So mm-hmm. maybe it is better he's writing it. But you know, you never know. You can get like a year from now, they could be like, oh, all oh, this and that writer director dropped. So right, right, we don't right. know for sure. But. Yep, yep, happens all the time for sure. Yeah. Uh, next bit of news, which uh, I don't even know. I'm pretty sure we haven't talked about before on the show, which Ooh. is. Uh, something I'm really looking forward to. I mean, I look forward to every Marvel thing, but this one, just because of the buzz online, has been really exciting. Uh, and it is Werewolf by Night. So that oh. comes out October 7th, this Friday, which I'm really looking forward to. Uh, what about you guys? I know we, we talked about the trailer, but knowing that the reviews on it have been solid, what do you guys think? Daytime of the night. Um <laughs> Nice flight of the concord. Yeah, yeah I know. Man, I haven't heard that in a while. Go. Love that. Yeah. I'm super excited for it. Um, it's the perfect time of the year. I've been now that it's like the month of Halloween. I'm like, Ooh. you know, going through my catalog of like spooky time movies. And this is a perfect addition to like something new to watch because I don't know about you guys, but I find myself re-watching. I, I like to rewatch, but I find myself re-watching like certain movies certain times of the year so it is cool to see like new content and this one looks yeah really cool like very unique um mm-hmm. i heard a little um birdie i heard a little birdie um, online told me that um there was like a quote from the director like he apparently like wanted it really gory and like he kept saying like more blood and like no one told him no so he just kept he just kept adding so it could be really gory you know like, yeah. yeah more gallons of blood please but um yeah it could be really cool i don't know like and hearing that everyone likes it already is great so i can't wait i did hear yeah, that yeah. um fake blood prices have gone up due to this show so and they oh, still wow. said no oh because of the show okay i get it yeah, 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 yeah. after they got the bill they're like we gotta tell them no this yeah. the for us. No. Yeah, you're going way over your budget over here. Yeah. yeah. Why? Why? What is five grand at Party City? What's this? <laughs> What's going on here? Yeah. Dude, that five grand worth of fake blood. Like that sounds like a lot. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. 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 But I almost want to Google uh, this. How much does fake blood cost? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> per gallon uh, or something. Yeah. Per gallon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's probably more expensive than oil. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it's probably cheaper than oil, let's be real. Uh, yeah, so that's that's it for the news. Uh, let's see. Are we, I think we got, uh, what is it? We got a hypothetical tonight, right? Oh, yeah, 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 Okay, so I'm going to um, switch it up a little bit just so that it's a little bit differentiated. Okay. And it's only going to be um, with the characters to give it a little bit more, um, I guess, width. Mm-hmm. Yeah, give some. So, width. the the hypothetical is fight, marry, fuck. Oh wow! So you have to fight one of these individuals. You have to marry one of these individuals, and you have to have uh, sweet Please. sensual intercourse with one of these individuals. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Um, so Who first, are these guys, we're talking about. <laughs> uh, it's it's just a a bunch of um, uh, what is it called? Daredevils. Oh, all of them. <laughs> um, I'm doing it all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So essentially, F. Sorry, fine to F. Um, uh, so. The three choices are Psylocke from the X-Men, mm-hmm. Wonder Woman from the Justice League DC, Ooh. and Black Widow from the Avengers. Oh, this is too oh. easy. This is too easy for me. Right. Too easy para he. Yeah, I mean, okay, Psylocke, it. It, it, it's fight, kill, sorry, fight. Fuck Mary, right? You're like fight, kill, strangle. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just, I just, Whoa! I got Mary out of the brain. It's, uh, <laughs> no, yeah. it's spooky World season, night, so yeah. um, for sure, Psylocke is fight because whatever. Ah, <laughs> Psylocke. Uh, Mary, 
Gal Gadot, hundred percent. All and, day. All day. And uh, fuck Scar Joe. That's the way I'm going. I'm gonna go Scar Joe. Black yeah. Widow, Tom. Oh, Black Widow. Sorry. Yeah, Scar yeah, Joe. yeah, yeah. Wait, is, it, is it a different Black Widow? No, no, I think it's it has to be it has to it's be present comic day book, Black Widow. So it has to be comic book Black Widow and comic book Wonder Woman and comic book Psylocke. Oh, that changes everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think it can be the if it's the the actresses, then I mean that could have been different, you know, all day, all day. And I was like, oh, shit. All right, all right, pass. I gotta think about this. Now. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> Scott, do you, you want to go? I'm gonna go with uh, what Tom said. I think that's, um, you know what, actually. Change your mind yeah. again. All right, let's go. No, 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 no. Okay. Oh. I think Tom, what Tom said could work. Those, who's more dangerous, Black Widow or Psylocke? Well, you're going to fight this person. Like, you probably want to fight the least dangerous person, even though I'll probably die anyway. You're probably, um, your safest bet is Wonder Tom. Woman. Why? Because she's good? Because she wouldn't kill you. I, I don't think she could though. I mean, I've she seen could, comics where though. she gets super angry and she wants to kill people. Yeah, 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 she's yeah, done it. She, she snapped she the totally neck. Could. Um, you she probably want to marry her though. That way, she just protects you for life. You know. I, that's yes. true. She I mean, you want to be her Chris Pine? Why not? I mean, you can. Yeah, I'm not stopping you. Yeah, and then okay. um. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think okay. the um fight and um fuck is interchangeable. Probably. Interesting. They're both I great like, looking I like characters. You think. All right. Wow. <laughs> Who wants to It's the same thing. How about we okay. all fight and then we aggressive. All fuck. Yeah, it's called a battle orgy. <laughs> <laughs> we can mid fight, mid fuck fight, and then um then I'll marry Wonder Woman and <laughs> Jeez, okay. What about you, Drake? Um, I think uh, I would fight. Oh man, that'd be tough. I would fight Wonder Woman. I would marry. Uh, I think. Oh man, that's a tough one. I think I'd marry Psylocke, and then I'd have sweet sensual intercourses with uh, Black Widows. Oh, okay. Why? Why marry Psylocke? I, I don't know. Just Psylocke has always been like my my mutant crush. Yeah. She's got thick ass thighs. She's part Asian and she's got that dagger that just so, so you're marrying you're marrying her just for the looks then. Um that sounds super shallow, but 100 percent yes. You know her energy, what her energy I'm treading water in a puddle right now. What's up? Yeah. The um the energy things she creates is can is it only weapons? Uh I think it's other things. And do they hurt you if you touch them or like do they only I hurt because they're sharp? She makes I don't them. think it's gonna hurt me if she touches me. Because she thing. could Make certain things to make you a happy, Drake. Hey yo. Hey yo. Like, like what? Like boblos. Boblos. But yeah, I guess. But so. uh, yeah. I mean, especially because your prostate. Um, we got to get ours checked in probably about twenty years, but we'll get there she eventually. Could help. She could help. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. I'm all about it. I'm all about it. Wow, we really went there. We went to prostate checks and middle-aged men. So you can well, tell you know, we're, we're getting older now. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can tell we're not in college anymore. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah realistic. Yeah, that is too good. <laughs> yeah, we got to talk about our own personal health. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Uh, all right. Wait. While we're, uh, I'll let you guys keep chatting about things. I'm gonna try to pull up. We got a special ad read for tonight. Let me just pull this up really quick. Oh, sweet. Okay. Sick, I wonder what it's about. Wonder what it could be. Could be anything. Oh man. What um, do you think it is? We got new sponsors? Yeah, I hope so. I mean, we've been watching all these shows like House of Dragon and uh you know the one ring got what is it called? Oh, Rings of Power. Yeah, Rings of Power. I don't Maybe know. Maybe they I can't. Us. Yeah, they RLP. Know the name so well. Yeah, most likely. And so because we know those names so good right mm. that's why they probably ended up helping us get sponsored which is you know thank you very much we appreciate that yes yeah, nice to be recognized yeah, yeah can't hit on that i think Absolutely. it's uh it's a growth Absolutely. uh but uh did you were you able to pull it up t-dog i was uh and yeah we haven't gotten into it yet but one thing we forgot about last week and i don't know how we did uh is she hulk so we will be talking about that tonight but our sponsor is, I don't have to really creep forward because I'm kind of blind here, is uh, actually 
from Gamma Chu. Gamma Chu. Yes. Ooh. Yes. The fine folks at Gamma Chu. Uh, here we go. We're going to kick off this copy right here. Gamma Chu. It's like Blue Chu, but Hulk. Wait. Let's see. But Hulk Chu. Uh, let's start all over. <laughs> Gamma Chu. It's like Blue Chu, but Hulk's out your little Avenger. Well, not so little soon, if you know what I mean. If you're having trouble in the bedroom uh, with your ground and pound, Gamma Chu is not, why is it so small? It is uh, not certified by anything close to the FDA. Uh, subscribe by using the Joy of Shtick code and save $1 off your first order of $1,000. The monthly charge will make your little Bruce Banner hulk out and smash. Ooh. So, uh, thank you to Gamma Chu. That's yeah. great. Yeah, I mean, um, that's nice. When they sent over the samples, I was kind of really taken aback because I didn't really want to become a Hulk, you know, because we don't really know where it's derived from this chew. So uh, I will say that uh, it did make things very green. And I, you know, it's not necessarily my shade, but, um, you know, the misses can't complain, if you know what I mean. Yeah, oh. I was going to say that like the, the green is normally a little off putting, but, you know, the results speak for themselves. So, yeah. Wow, you guys have tried it. This is awesome. Yeah, I, you know, I want to, but I was a little afraid to kill Christina. So, um, yeah, haven't got into it yet. I mean, but you know, she has to accept death by pleasure by Snoo Snoo. But um, <laughs> maybe, maybe one day, maybe one day, maybe one day, we'll definitely have to. Uh, I will let you guys know once we have another ad read from Gamma Chu. And next time, let me print it out first because I couldn't see it from this far away. Yeah, Sounds sorry, like Gamma Chu. needs some Gamma Chew. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It needs to be big and green for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Hulk smash. Tight. Well, let's get into our first round of reviews tonight. And what are we kicking it off with? Oh, Drake. Cyberpunk. You, yeah, you finally watched Cyberpunk Edge Runners, man. How? What did we think? Um. Okay, so... Last time we were talked about it, everybody was kind of like, oh, Cyberpunk's pretty cool. I saw the little like Netflix go over and then it kind of gives you a little bit of tidbit of the situation. And I was like, hmm, I don't really know what this is about. Maybe I should check it out. You guys made it sound so good. And the reason why I was hesitant, to be honest, was because when I initially started playing uh, Cyberpunk 2077, that was when everybody was like, oh man, it's shit. Like you can't even save it, blah, blah, blah. But I thought, you know, I'm just saving every second. We'll just run through the game. We'll see how it goes. And I really enjoyed the game, but then I put it down in 2020 in 2020. And when I redownloaded mm -hmm. it on the PS5, I was like, holy crap, I haven't played this in two years. And I think that was part of the reason why cyberpunk um, eluded me in terms of this Netflix. But once I started it, it was very much um, a never ending gobstopper. It just kept on going, but the flavor kept on changing, but it was something super familiar. Um, one of the things that I really enjoyed about it was a lot of the cinematography, or I shouldn't say cinematography, a lot of the art in general, even though it's kind of um, two-dimensional in that sense, especially when they're going from shot to shot or they're setting up the scene, mm -hmm. felt very familiar because that's definitely within the game. Like those scenes are so uh, spot on when it comes to the game. So I felt immersed. I was like, oh, I've been there. I kind of know where they're at. I know, you know, the culture of what they're doing and why this means something to them, et cetera, et cetera, from the details within the um, the apartment complex to the outdoors, to the specific interactions with certain individuals from certain gangs. Um, that was all super fantastic. Um, the thing that took me back, I think the most was the story obviously is great. The character is is kind of shown in jumpy, but it's not too much. A lot of the ancillary characters you really dive into and you kind of get to know them a little bit more and see what edge running is from their perspective. And there was a, a lustiness, like a, a sexual tension throughout the show mm -hmm. that really brought you, um, captivated you in kind of like a pseudo romantic way. Um, where you were really wanting all of the characters to kind of like get on and fulfill kind of the thing that they're trying to fulfill, not just for themselves, but for each other. Yeah. And so um, compared it to like a, when you first watched Aeon Flux on MTV, where it was kind of like this, not hyper-sexualized, yeah. but like semi-sexualized, like, um, you know, fighting character, definitely not uh, Charlie's Theron, but in that like late nineties, 
type situation. And I got to say, I'm, I think I'm about four or five episodes in, and it is uh, something that has brought me back to wanting to play cyberpunk because of how good this show was. And nice. um, for those of you who have finished that, do you, do you kind of mimic that sentiment? Yeah, absolutely. Um, like, I think I said it last week too. Like, I didn't even play the game before I started watching Edge Runners, and it's like, man, it hit my boom. Uh, <laughs> it's really, uh, yeah, it's fun. Like, it, it just the show was fun, and it was so intriguing. Like you were saying that I was like, man, I gotta try this game. I gotta see like more about this world. I know, like with games, they usually like you can dive deeper you know you can get to more of the characters in that world and i'm like seriously liking the game now and just the whole like body modification side of this aspect and like and the the the, the, it's just so well thought out being addicted to it and stuff and how it like it's almost like a drug for some people i thought Mm -hmm. that was just super creative so yeah it's one of my favorite original ips i feel like over the last few years and i would have never I think dived into the game had it not been for that show. Yeah. What about you, Scott? Yeah, I agree with that. Um, it's also sparked an interest for me to redownload the game. And I haven't realized it was, it's been two years since I played it and it got kind of buggy. I was like, I'll get back to it. I just never did. But mm-hmm. um, this, the show came out at a good time where I think it's um, re-sparking that in a lot of people, whether they're playing it again or um, buying it for the first time. Um I know the devs put a lot of work into making the game a lot better than when it came out. So mm-hmm. I think it came out at that perfect time. And I, you know, I, I was thinking too, when it was, when I was watching it, like, I wonder at what point, like how long it took from um, creation, like concept to finished product of this anime, um, how long it took and like when it took place in the whole like news about, Oh, the game came out. Keanu Reeves, awesome. Oh, it's not doing too good. Sales are dropping. Prices yeah. being reduced. And like, did it pivot to like, a, we got to make sure this anime is good to like respike interest, or was it like, were they panicking? Like, oh, is this even a good investment to make this show? Like, I, I bet that was like added pressure that maybe they didn't even think about when like starting the project. But yeah. um, it was interesting for it to come out now and being like, I think it can only do good for the game. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoyed it. I, I hope um, they're able to like do more with the universe, whether they continue somehow with like within the same time period, or even if they jump forward back, whatever it is, like, I feel like they built a pretty strong um, universe for like anime or I know they have the video game, but um, it just goes to show like they could, they could dive into like animated movies or another series or whatnot. And I would eat it up. So I'm hoping they do something more with it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Like the it, like I wouldn't mind seeing like a feature length film, even if it was an anime set in this universe. Because mm-hmm. like I mean, Edge Runners was kind of like that, but it, no, I mean it felt like a TV show because there's so many like the time jumps in it are sometimes pretty big. It feels like because mm-hmm. all we know we know time's passing because Dave keeps getting like bigger and bigger, bigger modifications. Like in that last episode, he's like hulking out. Right. Yeah. He's like, yeah, it's crazy. Know, he's like massive. So yeah, man, I, I want to see. Uh, yeah. I definitely want to just see more in this world. Like if there was a manga or a comic book or something like that, I, I feel like that's something I would even want to read mm-hmm. in addition to like watching everything and playing the game. So yeah, man, it was great. It was great. Yeah. Drake, anything else come to mind with, uh, about the show uh, cyberpunk um i definitely need to finish it all the way through i think the short episodes definitely help um with kind of being able to binge it uh there is uh, like a subtle i guess goriness to it so mm-hmm. if that is something that's not the thing um obviously boobies so that's always great um blue ones yeah, blue ones. So watch it. If you're if 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 you're just into something like Thomas said that's just new and interesting, check that shit out. Let's go. Yeah. Yep, definitely. Yep. Super good. Uh let's see. Next thing on the list is Intergalactic. And I didn't get to see this yet, but I saw it was something that Kid Cuddy was developing for a while. And it like the animation looks really sick in it. Um other than that, like, I know it's kind of a love story, but I don't really know too much else. 
Scott, you were able to watch it, right? What did you think yes. about Enter Galactic? Yeah, I'm not going to ruin it for you guys. Like, no, like, big plot um, points and characters, all that stuff. But um, I don't, to be honest, I didn't, I don't really know much about Kid Cudi. Um, but I know he did the music in it. And then I didn't realize he was, like, afterwards I looked at the cast and he was, like, the voice of the main character. Yeah. Which is cool. Um, the story itself is great. And the art is, like, amazing like if you love into the spider-verse mm-hmm. you're gonna like this movie like it's it's um it reminds me a lot of that movie and like even there's oh, wow. the the praise. story kind of um yeah because the story kind of it follows him like he's a um street artist who gets offered to work for this comic book um kind of like dc comics or something like that i think it's called cosmic comics and they're mm-hmm. like hey we want your street art to become a character and his character is mr rager like we want oh. you to turn it into a comic book and um oh, that's cool so he just gets his job and then he like and then he, he runs into there's like this all this relationship and stuff but um when they dive into like the mr rager portions and whatnot like there's parts where like he's having conversations and he has street art up or concept for his comic book and like in the background you can see mr rager like doing things like you know like kind of acting out or whatever like in this 2d space while this 3d space is going on like is the or, character acting out his emotions Kind of like he could be like, oh yeah, that sounds good, and then Mister Rager's like showing like, oh, oh well, yeah, yeah, like I yeah, was really that feeling. sort of thing, yeah. yeah. And then there's parts where like he's dreaming, and then he's like almost in the world of like Mister Rager, and like so there's a lot of cool elements that like bring you into like the reality and like into this fantasy world where they can kind of do, which those parts reminded me of Into the Spider Verse where they were like able to bring in all these different multiverses and do all the things from those multiverses. You know, like it got kind of ridiculous, even though it's a cartoon. You get yeah. used to a reality of what you're given and then they like expand on that. So this did it as well. Like they, they did a good job of jumping into like almost different realities, but making it believable because you know, it's like either in his mind or something like that. And um, the way they did it was really creative and probably only in a way we can do it in an animation. You know, yeah. um, I don't know if it would come off the same if it was like live action, but yeah, really cool. I, I Similar to what we were just talking about with cyberpunk right it's like yeah. yeah it just works so well because of the animation style and and just the medium where it's yes. like yeah i i know like not everybody's as big on animation and stuff like that but i feel like adult animation lately between yeah cyberpunk edge runners uh you know as intergalactic seems to be or like vox machina like they're still i mean and then you got your rick and morty's and uh, uh what is it uh outer planets what's the one you watch drake uh, uh it's like a, opposites? It's solar Wait. opposites that's what oh. it was you know like there's so much room for like really good adult animation so yeah that's all that's killer yeah i i've like i know that kikati himself is like a pretty big not just in the musical realm but he's just like mm. a big artist all around like he loves design he loves clothing he loves animation so it's and then he's become a like a bigger and bigger actor i think he was also in like bill and ted's latest adventure or whatever it was that movie oh the, the that. sequel or whatever they did or well, yeah sequel. yeah it was it was one. like uh yeah it was like a third right yeah. Like, I don't yeah oh i didn't see it but he was in that yeah he was in that too oh, he like cool, becomes cool. part of their like ultimate band that they're putting together to save the world and he's oh, like nice. one of the guys yeah so yeah that's awesome and it looks super good uh i definitely want to check it out and the fact that he's like you know it it revolves in this comic book space is like right up my alley so i'm yeah i'm definitely gonna check that out yes yes i think you guys um i think you guys really like it and then hopefully next week we can do like a proper review on it because yeah it's it's really cool sweet yeah let's let's go deep tight uh let's see someone else want to pull up the next of it i yeah definitely so um something that that recently i guess kind of recently came out but people have been talking about and it's essentially a continuation and or like a reinvigorating of something that we've all kind of seen as young kids. Mm-hmm. Um, something on the same air as Beetlejuice, but not necessarily Beetlejuice, because obviously Michael Keaton, um, Beetlejuice to all original cast would be fantastic. But it's Hocus Pocus to Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, awesome. If I guess if you're not familiar with Hocus Pocus, there's uh, Bette Miller and Sarah Jessica Parker and that third person that I don't remember their name. Kathy Najimi. Yep. 
and um, they're the Sanderson sisters and they're witches. And I, I believe the movie came out in the, the late 80s, early 90s. Is that correct? Yeah, because it takes place. It starts. Well, oh, it in starts 93. Like 93. Yeah, 93. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was going to say like it starts in blah, 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 like the old time. But I think that would be confusing between Hocus Pocus 2 and Hocus Pocus yeah. 1. And one was in 93. Yes. So in this particular case, overall, and I'm just going to give a general overall like feeling about it. And that way we can kind of get into discussion. But typically you'll see with these types of like uh, reinvigorations that everything's just kind of wonky, like uh, almost like Jurassic Park Dominion, right? Like, let me just give you all the things that you want out of this. Oh, and yeah. Hocus Pocus 2 does that, but uh, way less and not as cheesy. Um, oh. They do kind of give you... Um, a little bit more of a, a story where it 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 um, brings in kind of the new uh, the new new right. You have mm-hmm, yeah. younger Disney char- Disney um, actors actresses coming into the fold, but mm-hmm. then you're trying to have them work together slash coexist with an older Disney property. And so mm-hmm. um, I think at the end of it, they do a really good job at bringing it together and not kind of exhausting the IP. Um, but yeah, there were some funny parts. There were some parts just a little bit like, oh, okay. And there was some parts that are like, oh, yay. I remember that from the original movie. So mm-hmm. um, yeah. what were your guys' general takes from watching HP2? Yeah. You, yeah uh, um, go for okay, it. Okay. Um, yeah, I think if in comparison, Hocus Pocus 1 um, to me was the better movie. It's always hard to beat the first one. To me, like the first one had like a more spooky feel to it. This one had definite um, more comedic feel to it. Yeah, which, Halloween Town yeah, kind of situation. Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah, and then when when the comedy hit though for me, it was funny. Like um, I really enjoyed um Tony Hale's character. The, mm, yep. Um, he was like the he's the mayor, right? And like yeah. that actor is just <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. yeah um, yeah. he played um oh, what's his name in um, Arrested Development, um, uh, Buster. Yeah, yeah. He's like Buster in that, and like, yeah, he's he's hilarious in this. And then Sam Richardson, um, is like now the person who like runs the Sanderson sisters' house, and now it's like a gift shop sort of thing. And um, right. he, he, he did a pretty like good a job thing. too. Yeah. yeah, like there's times where I'm like, oh yeah, he's pretty funny. And like even the twist for like, um, you know, they lit the the candle, and he's like, that's what I wanted. But then and then you're like, oh, is he evil? And he's like, no, like he just like wanted to talk to them. And you're like, oh okay. Like there were certain moments like, okay, I didn't expect that, but um, overall, it felt like a a lot lighter. I do think though, the um, the three the main actresses, the Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Kathy and the Jimmy, they themselves when they were on screen and they were doing like their interacting within each other. I feel like they never missed a beat. Like it felt like Did the same sisters, the way they yep. moved and like joked and like um even Kathy and the Jimmy, like she has such a great way with her physical comedy and her like her mouth. Her mouth, yeah. like it's, mouth. Oh, she's yes. so funny. I'm glad and, you said um, that. Yeah, like they they did a great job. The new kids. Um, I think the formula nowadays is just, it just feels that way. It feels like a more modern formula that they're just following. So it, the movie felt like it was fitting in that mold. Mm-hmm. So to me, it didn't work, but maybe the younger kids nowadays are, maybe they like that. They get it. Like um, the kids didn't do a bad job. It just kind of felt formulaic. But um, other than that, I think I really enjoyed the three sisters themselves. And um, it was also cool to see Had- Hannah Waddington as the mother witch in the beginning. Yeah. Um, Ted Lasso. Yes. Yeah. I was like, yeah. oh, I know her. And yeah, she was singing a bit, right? And I was like, yeah. oh, she can really rip too. Cause it's, yeah, and, dude, um, she good. Ted Lasso, she sings so. Yeah, I was kind of hoping she'd come back in the movie though and like really do like a performance. Agree. Me, yeah, you know what? Me too, actually. That would have been pretty cool for her to like, even at the end, like this movie would have been a perfect opportunity for like, you know, that um what was the movie like something about Mary where they like the whole cast is like singing one song together or something? Like just, yeah, yeah. Oh like, it'd be um, great to uh 40 year old virgin where they let the sun shine. Yeah, yeah, like, or, yeah, yeah, like that. Oh like, no, no, no. the age of Aquarius. Oh, okay. okay. Sorry, yeah. sorry. Anyways. No, no, you're good. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, like just because because she can like really sing, it would have been cool to see her like with the, the original cast and like sing yeah. with them. Like that would have been sick. But um overall, um it was it was okay. It was a good movie. I enjoyed it, but nothing beats the original for me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I thought, yeah, I mean, I you know it's funny, I like I just wanted them to get the things right about 
the first one that yeah just the, the things that, that we liked about the first one and i think that they did a great job like you said like they i was amazed like bet midler sarah jessica Parker, like they all just kind of jumped right back into those characters and they were them again and i was like damn it's like 20 years later almost 30 yeah. years later and they're like still these characters like they're so good yeah and like bet miller the way she even like talks and like her put like she, her physical yeah. comedy too and her yeah. delivery and her mouth everything i'm like they're so good it was so mm-hmm. like they struck gold with that cast back in the day and then to yeah. bring them back now i didn't have high expectations and it wasn't high on my list but after i watched i'm like this is funny Yo. yeah pick yeah. a really funny movie this is great yeah yeah, so, yeah sorry yeah something drake oh no i was to add on to your thing like they haven't aged. It, it it very much was like watching um only murders in the building, watching Steve Martin, Martin Short kind of work together. They where still got it. They still they still got mm-hmm. it. Like that's I think what's missing now from kind of the greater acting type situation. Honestly, the, the theatrical like togetherness or even the improv um, awareness with each other, but just like the cohesion. It's very rare that you see that anymore and it when it does happen obviously we can point it out but to be able to see how they've transcended over you know i guess what 20 years 93 all the way nine yeah 30 years i don't know how to do math 30 almost 30 years right so the the like it was semi-formulaic um the acting chops and like seeing their physical comedy was definitely rewarding in so many different ways Mm -hmm. um but I guess what would you, I know, Scott, you said that you liked the original better, but Thomas, where would you rate this on one or two? Oh, well, let's just be generous. Let's say number one is a 10 just to keep everything even like mm-hmm. for me and for kids. Cause there's, there's a thing that I do now when I know a show is not meant for me and I don't have kids is like, oh, well, this is, this is for kids. So mm-hmm. like I let it pass a little bit, yeah, but I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna say it was like a pretty solid seven and a half, maybe eight, because there was a lot I loved about it, and it was a mm-hmm. lot of the things that I loved from the first one. Yeah, yeah wasn't right. you're right? I wasn't as scary, and I think I don't know if they can make it as scary or two. Like I don't know if we were, we're just older now and that we don't like to me. It's like, this isn't scary because I'm like, Mm -hmm. I'm older. This They're not hunting me down. Back when I was a virgin watching the first one, that was terrifying. But like, I thought, (laughs) you know, but like, so, you know, I kept thinking like, maybe this is like scarier for kids and whatnot. Um, But yeah, I I thought it was, I thought it was really great. The um, I don't know if you have something to say, Scott, but one thing I love the most that cracked me up. Yeah. Was, you know, they're like, you know, uh, Bette Miller grabs the broom, Sarah Jessica Parker. Oh. <laughs> and then I forgot what the last lady's name is again. Kathy. Uh, yeah, Kathy. She she jumps out with the two Roombas. Two Roombas. Roombas. Yeah. I'm like, that's so good. And that they come back into play at the end of the yes. show, too. That was yeah. great. They, they come great back callback. and they let him out of the, the sand, um, salt, say sand, the but salt, the salt circle. circle. You see the yeah, two yeah. Roombas <laughs> Oh yeah, that was pretty hilarious. And then like even the simple jokes of like Tony Hale, the mayor, like he just wants his apple. Yeah, but, like he's such a funny character. Like you believe he's just like he's so excited and he's like, save my spot in line. And then they come back. He's like, no. And he's like, has to go to the back. <laughs> and like the whole like you know it's gonna happen again, but like it's funny seeing him react to it. Like and that was great. Like there's just yeah. certain things like that that still worked for me. Um, yeah, I think the actors they got were like great actors, like especially oh, yeah. for all the they got great comedy actors and then like the of course the the three women leads are like killer yeah um, what was the one guy's name down in the shop again i forgot oh sam richardson or gilbert in the movie oh yeah yeah sam richardson yeah. like it's so funny because he's he pops up in everything i was like telling everybody i mean he kind of has one beat to me this isn't a good comparison like he's not like this guy but he his characters are kind of like, like he's like Vince Vaughn. Like he's always Vince Vaughn, but he's in different situation and it still works. Like yeah. that guy is always that guy. Like Sam Richardson is always Sam Richardson, but he's yeah. like in all these different movies and it still works. Like he's still that kind of like nerdy guy who's a little unsure and like, but like yeah. in terms of like him interacting with these girls, it wasn't like, it just worked in that world and how, you know, and I also liked how he had a tie to the Sanderson sisters back in the nineties. He was like, yeah. I was getting picked on, and then I saw you come out. I'm like, oh, yeah. oh 
like that's why he's so interested in them and yeah. it just it like there were so many little things that there was just good interconnectivity with bringing back this is like nostalgia done right like when i think of nostalgia done right i think of maybe this wouldn't be high on the list but it'd be up there now and then it would be like spider-man no home no way home like it's just like those things just they just nail it like there's yeah. those actors are so those characters to me that it just works yeah you know maybe yeah. i forgive a lot for it yeah speaking no, of yeah. sam richardson like um yeah i agree with you like he he does have like a um, familiar comedic way about him even like because he's like like you said all those things um he's like the nerdy unsure kind of guy like he, he kind of talks a lot sometimes blah, blah blah but then he also has like a really good way of like doing physical comedy and like changing his face and like even when he was like slinking out at the end, like we're here to help. And he's like, Oh my God, like I'm glad. <laughs> yeah, Cause I don't know what I would have done. Like, yeah, he does a great job in that. But then like another movie, he's kind of like that, but it's still great. Um, honorable mention uh, werewolf within. Oh, I think it's called. Okay. Um, it's, it's another great movie to watch now, but it's like, he, he's the postman to this. Um, he, I think he's like the new mailman to like this small town. And like, there's like a werewolf and like, other mm. people are familiar with it. He's kind of figuring it out, and like he's kind of the focus, and there's other people around. But and you're trying to figure out who's the world. But it's a great comedic movie, and I recommend that as well. I'm be, sorry, that was yeah, yeah. Uh, I, no, it sounds great. To the to the point of like that that like ultimate nostalgia. I think um, there are very few characters and very few actors who can kind of help pull that off. Imagine um, the precedent that this could set, right, with Hocus Pocus to see potentially uh like a three amigos come back mm. right or yeah. um because uh, we Family got Short, yeah steve yeah. martin chevy chase i mean they're all still around oh shoot we didn't even talk about it. community movie speaking oh of chevy yeah chase. yeah like yeah. we're getting he's i don't know if he's gonna be in that movie but he must still be around <laughs> so he's probably yeah, gonna totally be right they could yeah. do a three amigos mm-hmm. that's my goats Man, that'd be awesome. Like some of these, yeah, some of these movies and shows, they could definitely bring it back. But that's the nice thing and the power of Disney. Yeah. You know, like Disney just has that money. They have these like great actors play these great characters and that you can bring them back with an updated story like this is. And it still works, you know. Um, yeah. yeah, there's definitely some, I don't know what it is, like Gen Z-ish vibes in it i guess is i think that's kind of where you were maybe getting at scott but it like i mean you may not have but to me there was like some like some kind of like modern day kind of vibes that they were trying to inter intertwine here in the story but it like when you bring back you know these old characters with kind of the new school and the new generation it just has this this way of creating magic and yeah again like speaking of something that you already talked about drake it's like yeah only murders and buildings that same same kind of way you know you got your steve martin martin short with selena gomez who's clearly like you know a gen z queen and it's like this is perfect combination and i didn't think it was going to work but that season one is just it's just awesome it just works super well so yeah another thing that's kind of cool about this is like the formula still works because you know originally they bring them back and they're like what is this like asphalt it must be tar you know and they can't walk on it and then then this one it's like a bunch of time has passed again so if they were to be brought back again they're like what like a lot has changed in 30 years Mm, right so even just like the walgreens like oh these doors open themselves and then like (laughs) the lights are always on and it's like that was funny and then like you know yeah the whole callback to the vacuum as well because in the beginning in the first movie they all had like broom another variation like a mop and then she had the like that hoover like, right? like a dirt devil or whatever <laughs> yeah. it's called she yeah. Had like a, yeah like a dirt devil like and a this one, she has like the newer version of that like two rooms so yeah it was a great callback yeah yeah absolutely i know that just that part where they're in the store and she's holding up like uh that kathy or whatever is like holding up the face mask and she's like, oh, I'm going to look younger or like, I look younger. And it was just like on her face. And then she's like, eats it. And she's like, ooh, blueberry, you know, like just stupid <laughs> yeah. stuff like that it was just so great. They were funny. Yeah, it was funny. You know, it ends in a very uh, typical way, I guess you could say. But, you know, I would say, you know, if you have kids, it's like, yeah, for me, seven and a half out of eight. It's pretty great. Yeah. I think it's fair. Yeah. Yep. All right. Fair. Fire's fire. The Joystick Show.
If you like what you hear, please like, follow, and subscribe. Just how we like chatting with our friends, please share this with yours. Feel free to join the squad and follow us on Twitch, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube at J-O-Y-S-C-H-T-I-C-K-S-H-O-W, Joystick Show. Or if you feel like submitting topics or asking questions to be discussed on further episodes, you can email us at joystick.show at gmail.com. Peace out and make it a great rest of your week. Joystick Show.